Welcome. My name is Jack and this is the book that Jack wrote. Today I'm going to share a favorite topic, begin to open up some of the things that I've gone through, some of the things that I've processed and also share uh, one of my favorite stories that I've ever written called Masterpiece. The title of this, and I really hope that this blesses you, is Dream on Dream. Also to your heart, and impacts you, and allow it to, you can only allow this to impact you from the inside out. With love, TBTJW. One day, a man was driving home from work after a hard day to go back to the only thing that gave him some sort of joy and excitement, his family. As he was driving, almost on the brink of speeding, the next set of lights which were coming up quick had turned orange. Suddenly, with time luckily in his favour, he looked up to see the lights had turned red. With that, he came to a halt just in time as the cars came flying through with this, he hit his head against the steering wheel. Dazed and confused, he began to regain his thoughts, just as the light turned green. But as he was about to continue driving, out of the corner of his eye, he noticed the biggest and the flashiest entertainment system he had ever seen. As he looked at the shop's window display, something felt odd. It was like it was not displayed there to be sold just to anyone but it was displayed for him and him only. Quickly, he parked the car to get a closer look. As he walked to the shop, he thought of the average entertainment system he had at home, but what overcame him really quickly was the lack of finances he knew his family had. So there he stands outside the shop, knowing that he could barely provide for his family, let alone have extra money for something so superficial. But yet he felt so compelled to go in. As he entered the shop, a sound of clapping and cheering was overwhelming. In fact, it was so overwhelming, he couldn't handle it, and he was about to leave. But, before he could get to the door, an old man stood in his way and stopped him dead in his tracks with the biggest smile across his face. Have you ever met someone, or have you ever encountered someone that you're about to leave an awkward situation, you're about to leave something, and then all of a sudden, this one person, regardless if they're young and old, just comes with the biggest smile and just stops you dead in your tracks, but isn't weird, isn't creepy, and embraces you, and there's such a warmth and such a joy off that is so, that is so even attractive that makes you want to stay. Anyway, back to the story. See, the man stopped him dead in his tracks with a bigger smile across his face. And with an embrace so warm, the joy coming off him was addictive and attractive. <sighs> Congratulations, you are my one millionth customer. I have been waiting for this moment for a very long time. His voice was like that of rushing waters. For an old man, he sure did have a powerful. For an old man, he sure did have a powerful voice. Because you're my one millionth customer, you can choose whatever you want from my shop. The man began to become overwhelmed with emotion, and with that, the old man's staff, Michael and Raphael, placed the brand new entertainment system into his car. It was packaged with such care and such perfection, regardless that the box was massive and it literally only just managed to fit in his car, he drove off feeling so content and so full of joy. 
And as he's driving, as he's getting closer to his family, closer to home, closer to where he can just share what has just happened, he sees a vision. He sees a picture of his son in his mind so vivid that it made him speak it out. And this is what he says. I can't wait until my son sees this. He will love it. Once home, the man began to set it all up, disregarding the box that it came in, the old entertainment system that he had. He pushed and he pulled, throwing it all out. He treated it like it was worthless or was once never used. Finally, once he had finished and he was proud of himself, he called his son to the room. Son, son, come and look. Look what I have got for you. The young boy walked in. And he was amazed. You see, he couldn't believe that his dad would get him something so incredible. The boy's father was so pleased with his son's reaction until the boy walked to the corner of the room and he touched the box with his hand that it all came in. And in this moment and in this story, he says, thank you so much, daddy, for getting me this box. You see, the father's face quickly changed from that of joy to that of one of confusion and hurt. And his response to his son in this moment, which I'm sure you would have heard from someone in your life before or you have done, was this. No, son, that's not what I got you. Look at the wall. Look at the TV, the speakers, the sound system, the game console. But the boy was not interested in any of it. All he cared for was the box. The box that it all had came in. You see, every day this boy began to play with this box and he did not lack anything. In and around this box is where he learned to become an astronaut. It is where he became a knight and saved the day. It is where he became the president a moment and changed the world. And finally, it is where he became a famous race car driver and he always won the race. You see, taking a pen with the help of his father, he wrote the word masterpiece. He called it this because it is where he could be whatever it is he wanted to be and create whatever it was he wanted to create. But just like <laughs> it happens to us in real life, sadly, it did not last. You see, the boy began to grow old and no longer was interested in his masterpiece. Even though it was his to have, he chose to grow out of it as he grew up. You see, he was now too busy with college and he was studying since he had just been recently accepted into the NASA space program where he was to not only be trained but also be equipped to become an astronaut. You see, with his new career in hand and the lack of storage space, his masterpiece had no place in his life. He threw the now old and dirty masterpiece up to the street for the garbage removal to come and get it. But someone had other plans for this box because just at almost the same moment that the box was thrown out to the street, a little girl was riding her bike and she sees in the distance this old, dirty and now damp box on the side of the street. And as she gets closer to the moment and closer to this box, she notices some writing on it. The word masterpiece. You see, in a garbage bin close by, she found some rope, and with that, she got her little bike and the big box, and she tied them both together and pedaled as fast as she could, scraping the box all the way home, 
just to show her parents what she had found. You see, her parents were confused by the daughter and what she had found. Her parents were so confused, so, so, so confused by their daughter bringing home an old, wet, and dirty box into the house. <laughs> but they also saw the excitement and the joy that was in her eyes. And because of that, they allowed her to keep it. She cleaned it up, she dried it out, and again, it had became a masterpiece for her. In this box, she became a queen, and she had to make the hard calls. She became a world-famous fashion designer, a world-class dancer, traveling the world, and finally, a successful business owner. She cleaned it up, she dried it out, and again, it became a masterpiece. In this box, she became a queen, and she had to make the hard calls. She became a world-famous fashion designer, a world-class dancer, traveling the world, and finally, a successful business owner. Man, the things we, we pretend or dream of or wish we were or knew that we were meant to be as a child. But once again, even though she'd found it and she made it her masterpiece, just as the boy in the story, where she could be whatever she wanted to be and she could literally create whatever it was she wanted to create, you know how it goes. Sadly, this didn't last. You see, again, as the boy who became a man, now the girl grew to become a woman. And she had no interest in the box, even though it was her masterpiece, she chose to grow out of it. She was now too busy setting up her own boutique clothing shop. Since she was young, she had saved up all she could. She saved up all she could, and penny by penny, dime by dime, dollar by dollar, she was ready to start her business, her very own shop. So with the lack of space and with such lack of care, she threw out the now ripped, the now old, and literally only held together by tape, her masterpiece out. Some time had passed, and the boy who had became a man, who had became now an astronaut, working for NASA, got into an intense argument with his boss over never feeling heard. His ideas seemed useless. He began to believe that all he had trained for, and all that he'd learned and believed, was pointless. Crushed from the conversation that he just had with his boss, he left angry, he left hurt, and he even, in this moment, was too heartbroken to drive. Crying and feeling defeated, he pulled over to the side of the road and decided to walk home. As he walked home, he came to an alleyway in which was a shortcut to his house, and he decided, even though it was dark, and even though... There was no help really in sight, with the sun setting in the background. Only light which was left in this moment was that of a light on a dumpster. And of course, <laughs> in this dumpster, there was lots of cardboard. Let's call it a recycling bin. For those people out there that might be freaking out, that cardboard has gone in a bin. It was, it's recycling. It's okay. You see, not only was all this cardboard in the dumpster, in the dark alleyway, but it was all crushed cardboard from a local entertainment shop. But there in the dumpster, under the first layer of crushed cardboard, 
there was one that was still whole. He looked at the only box that was whole in the dumpster, and in that moment of chaos, and it was full of chaos, and his mind was running so, so fast, and the thoughts that we were, he was thinking were not ones that you really wanted to last. In that same moment, he was overcome with the same excitement and joy that he felt as a child at the sight of a box. You see, he looked at the box in this moment and remembered why and where it all started with wanting to be an astronaut. It had all started with a box. His dreams, his potential, the masterpiece he pretended was real as a boy was now reality. And it all came from a box. He picked up the box from the dumpster and with tears streaming from his eyes, written across the box in his childlike handwriting was the word masterpiece. In that same moment, an old man came out of the darkness and he was covered in light and he said this, thank you. I will now take my box back. Then off he walked with power and authority. From that day forward, the man always remembered what it is he is called to do and what it was he was called to be and that he had a masterpiece that only he could make happen. Some more time had passed and the girl who became a woman had opened her business. A business that started well, but now was crumbling. The bills, the debt, the pressures of life, the pressures of running a business begin to flood and consume all of the excitement and joy that she had. The trade that day and the days, the week and the month before that, man, I'm preaching to the choir right now, had been slow. Really, really slow. You've been there before? <laughs> she left her shop heartbroken, turning the open sign to close, not knowing if she could even afford to open the shop the next day. Feeling defeated and feeling alone, with the courage and the hope drained from her body, she placed her back against her shop door, and all she could do was curl up into a ball. And with that, she began to cry. And as she began to cry, and as she broke down, it began to seem like something had changed, and quickly rain began to fall. Eventually, and some time had passed, she pulled herself together and she pulled herself together enough to get up and to walk slowly to her car to unlock it with the last of her energy. She started the car, crying as the rain is pouring all around her. And as the thoughts begin to consume her heart, mind and soul at the thought and the fact that she was about to lose everything she had dreamed of and had made a reality. Nearly home, she saw in the distance in between the hail that now crashed down all around her, a wet and dirty box on the side of the road. Her brakes couldn't work fast enough. She stopped the car and instantly jumped out and ran as fast as her legs could carry her. Regardless of the pain that she had felt as the hail began to hit her skin, she picked up the box, everything that she had left, and it was very little, and she was still crying. She slowly began to put the damaged box, but it was whole, <laughs> and she placed it into her warm and clean car, 
and with her vision now blocked by the weather and this huge box that was in the back of her car, she only had one place that she could go. One place that she should go back to. She couldn't go backwards. She could literally only go forwards because it was way too dangerous to go back. And she had no idea why she had stopped. And she had no idea why she stopped to pick up a useless box. And she had no idea why she was about to drive again back to her failing business. But then as she placed the box down to unlock the shop that she was now standing in front of again, she looked at the box. And as she looked, the words masterpiece, not in hers, but in a childlike handwriting, appeared. And with that, she pushed all of the bills, all the important documents, all of the things that were going wrong, even the things that were going right with her business, all the clothing ideas, all the concepts, the works that she ran a business with. She quickly just, man, just smashed it off the table. And in all of that chaos that was now around her, that she had created, she placed the box down. As she looked at the box, she was overcome with excitement and joy. She looked at the box and remembered why and where it had all started. It was in a box where she had first had became a fashion designer and had the idea from that to create her own business. You see, her dreams, her potential, and her masterpiece as a girl was now a reality. And it all came from a box. In the same moment she was overwhelmed with emotion, she heard a knock at the front of her shop, and it was loud. Quickly, at the same moment as she hears this bang against her door, one, just one knock, two, again, just this person knocking and free, really loud, one more knock. But at the same time that fear tried to consume her, and it had already done a really good job to this point, courage began to take over. But the shop was not open for at least another five hours. But there standing at her door was an old man. And this old man with hair like snow and eyes like fire and in a calming but also thunderous voice, he said, Thank you. I will take my box back now. And off he walked in power and authority. From that day forward, just as the boy who had become a man had remembered, so did she. They both realized that their masterpiece could only be could only be created by them. From a box and the words of an old man, they both came to know that failure is not the end, but the beginning. And with that, now in their heart, soul and mind had the chance to create more than just one masterpiece. And I can assure you, they did. The Masterpiece by Jay Reedman, TBJW. You see, the dreams that you have are not merely just the night thoughts you experience as the brain sorts out the day's events. If that's all they were, if that's all they were, then the daydreams, you know, those thoughts, those moments that you have, when you're getting a coffee maybe in the morning or you're frustrated at something at work or on your days off or maybe while you're at work, just those things that begin to just pop up in your mind 
Um, you may see a picture of it. You may smell something that reminds you of a smell or whatever it is. Wouldn't exist. They are the goals. They are the visions. They are the potential masterpieces waiting to take place. And they will fill your whole being with excitement and joy. Even at the thought of them. See, that's a great sign in itself. And that in itself is a truth that dreams aren't just a thing that happen at night or when we're sleeping. They are the continuous visions of what you want your life to be at its highest level of fulfillment. The sort of dreams that make you who you are or maybe make you wish who you were. <laughs> and if you think and believe that you haven't got any, then as I speak, I just... Um, when you take a moment right now, open up your phone on notes or get a pen and paper, whatever you need to do or through headphones or whatever it is, I encourage you to ask yourself the following four questions. I'm going to share them and I want you to take some time by yourself and just give it a shot. Because in these questions that I'm about to ask you and then I want you to write down or remember, believe you'll be surprised by what comes to mind when you actually take the time to think about it. For some of you that is listening to this, you'll be able to write that down, or you already are writing it down, what you're feeling, what you believe, what you'd like to see, straight away. But for those that are listening to this right now, or haven't even got a pen and paper yet because they're freaking out, that's actually okay. If it takes you a little bit longer than somebody else, then don't worry about it. So I personally in this moment want to encourage you and state a simple fact that it's okay if it takes you longer than someone else to get this. Take your time. Maybe even read over the story that I wrote above called The Masterpiece. All right, here's the questions. Are you ready? Are you ready? Come on, get ready. Woo! Number one, what is it I truly want to do? Number two, how and why do I want to do it? Number three, will I look at my life when it draws to a close or when it's about to come to an end and feel like that I have became the best that I could possibly could have been? And number four, what kind of person do I want to become in the process? You have a masterpiece there. You have a masterpiece that has always been there wait a masterpiece screaming to take birth and the only person that will stop that from happening is you one of the greatest tragedies in our world that we live in is most of us in life believe the lie or not even want to consider ourselves as creative or as artists i can guarantee as i just said that some of you have lived your life so far convinced that literally almost everyone else around you is and was born creative and that out of your whole friend or family group or the people that you do life with, you are the only one who was not born creative. You may look at those around you or maybe someone you look up to in some shape or form. They may be in the media, they may be in your life. Um, they may be in church, they may be in a business, they may be on TV. And you've got those people around you of life, age, people group, da-da-da-da-da. And so you admire them and what they do. 
but even though you listen to maybe everything they do or they sing or they play or whatever they do or if they do science what they prove and whatever it is you stand back and you admire them and you are of the belief and that belief is a lie and you believe that lie that you can't join them and you think that the only part you play in all of this thing we call life <laughs> is to stand on the sideline and cheer and listen to this bit cheer and celebrate their uniqueness their skill their talents and their abilities and in that you don't even bother to try and pursue or even look at trying to create your own masterpiece or your own unique idea and it breaks my heart it is a lie and i can guarantee you and i'm telling you that it is a really sad way to live your life it's a really sad way to live your life and if you disagree then let's talk about it hit me up message the website the book that jack wrote.com hit me up on instagram whatever you need to do but check this bit out i'd be lying to myself and to you if i said i didn't battle with the same thought that i said if you disagree with it then stop listening to this or talk to me on a daily basis for two years of my life and at different parts of my life it almost consumed me you see it started small just as a simple thought until it took over all of me it made me bitter it made me jealous and it made me so angry and in all of that hurt and in my brokenness and in my anger it took me to a point where i didn't even want to be around those that were closest to me and that's a huge deal for me for anyone that knows me personally well or has had the opportunity to hear me speak or to meet me or maybe you're even gathering it from listening to this oh man that is literally the worst thing literally 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 the worst thing that could ever happen to me but till one day i keyword i decided to make a change now when i say i i mean i was at the end of myself i'd hit rock bottom if I didn't do something different and something quick, it probably would be the end of me. Some of you are listening to this right now and you're like, yep, I'm in that place right now and I uh, really need to get out of it. So I'm going to share what happened to me and what I did, um, but also ways and how you can implement it or find out how to change this for yourself. But only you can change it. And we're going <laughs> we're gonna to talk about that in a minute. So I locked myself in a, ch in a room at the church I was going to at the time. And for about four to five hours, I cried and I yelled. And I told the creator of the universe how pissed off I was. And how I felt so alone. And that in the chaos of everything, that I had felt like I was abandoned. Not that I did not believe in God anymore. When I'm talking about the creator of the universe. This thing called God. I never stopped believing in him. And you may not believe in him. You may have once believed in him, and now you don't. But I still did believe in him. But I felt abandoned. I wrote a letter, and in that letter, and when I wrote it, it changed everything. 
And what I wrote and the encounter that I had from it changed me from the inside out. It is very possible to constantly live in fear if you're inspired to be more than just another face in the crowd. But it is when you're inspired to be more that you'll discover more about yourself than you've ever known. Yet you choose, yet we choose to live our lives in a concept or in the idea that our failure will only prove us as frauds or making us be all the talk and no walk. In doing this, you are forcing yourself into the belief, and some of you listening to this have forced yourselves really hard into it, that creative people never fail. And once we believe that lie, as humans, we won't even try. That is a change, man. And that change starts with you. The past will continue being your future, listen to this, until you have the courage to start walking the walk instead of being all the talk. A true masterpiece can only be created from risk and failure. Fear of some sort is the monster that stops us being who it is we were meant to be, what we could be, or what we should be. Regardless if you agree or disagree, I can safely assume that if you're still listening to this, and if it wasn't the case, why do you keep making excuses? When was the last time you did something to actually make this world not suck so hard? Instead of talking about all the other people that do. You see, when we decide to create, it calls our fear to the light. Most of our fears, belief statement, and most of the fear, belief statement for this, for anyone that has done this before or journeyed in this, will be thoughts like, will anybody like what I've created? What if what I have made is not as good as someone else? What if what I have made is not as good as what someone else has created? What if what I create comes out different than how I afford it? Until all of that and more consumes you and it stops you from even trying. Being creative takes courage. It is only when we, when you, find that courage to actually step out that lies can be broken off, that fear will be replaced with hope and darkness with light. There will always be someone who doesn't like what you create. And there will always be someone who may be better or is better than you. But that doesn't mean what you create isn't a masterpiece or that it lacks purpose or that you shouldn't do it. I'm going to finish with this. And wherever you are right now, I want you to close your eyes and just listen. To the dreamers, Walt Disney. Today, Disney <laughs> rakes in billions of merchandise, movies, and theme parks around the world. But what you may not know is Walt Disney himself had a bit of a rough start. He was fired by a newspaper editor because he lacked the imagination and had no good idea. After that, Disney started a number of businesses that didn't last only ended with bankruptcy and failure. He kept trying though. Eventually he had found a recipe for success and that worked. And with that, a masterpiece was born. Walt Disney. To the dreamers. To the inventors, Thomas Edison. In his early years, teachers told Edison he was too stupid to learn anything. I was told that. People believed that about me. Work was no better, as he was fired from his first two jobs from not being productive enough, even as an inventor, 
Edison had made 1,000 unsuccessful attempts at a simple thing that we now use every day, and you may not know what it is, but you would have seen it hopefully before, or heard of it, and that is a light bulb. Of course, unsuccessful attempts finally resulted in a design that worked, and with that, a masterpiece was born. Tom Edison, who created the light bulb, <laughs> was also motivated, here's a quick fact for you, by the fact that he was scared of the dark. To the inventors. To the writers, J.K. Rowling. Rowling may be rolling <laughs> in a lot of money these days, but before she published a series of books and movies and everything else, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's Harry Potter. She was nearly penniless, and she was severely depressed, divorced, and last but not least, trying to raise a child on her own, while attending school, as well as writing a novel. Rowling went from depending on welfare to survive, to being one of the richest women in the world in the span of only five years through her hard work and determination. A masterpiece was born to the writers, to the artists, Vincent van Gogh, one of my favourite artists of all time. During his lifetime, van Gogh sold only one painting, what a failure. And this was to a friend. What a failure. For a very small amount of money. Well, Van Gogh was never a success during his life. That did not stop him. I mean, I believe it may have actually helped inspire him in some messed up way. In his life, he created over 800 known works. Today, they bring in hundreds of millions of dollars. A masterpiece was born. To the artists, man, to the musicians, the Beatles. Few people can deny the lasting power of this band. If you don't know who they are, then go and listen to them. They're one of my all-time favorites, and they are still huge, and they are still known today, even though they are old or members are dead all around the world. Yet when they first started out, a recording company told them no. They were told, we don't like their sound. Guitar music is on the way out. Two things the rest of the world couldn't have disagreed with more. Uh, in that moment and in history, something beautiful was born. A masterpiece. Take your time. And if you need to, get off your phone. And ask yourself each question. And you'll be surprised what comes from doing so. What is it I truly want to do? Number one. Two, how and why do I want to do it? Three, what does my own personal definition of success look like? Four, will I look at my life when it draws to an end and feel like I've became the best me and it succeeded? And five, what kind of person do I want to become in the process? In closing this chapter of the book that Jack wrote, and I hope that you've enjoyed it, in closing this chapter of the book that Jack wrote. Something that I hold dear to me. Print this off. Write it down yourself. Make it your own. Is this what I wrote? And I hope and I pray that it helps you as much as it helped me. Alright. Let's close this chapter of the book that Jack wrote together. Creativity takes risk. God took a risk creating us. 
Just look at yourself. We were a mess at the best of times, but he believed he had created a masterpiece. But for that masterpiece to become whole, we need to recognize it, activate it, get over ourselves and gather all of those dreams, those thoughts and potential masterpieces and try until the masterpiece is clear. And once that happens, copy, paste, repeat. Copy, paste, repeat. If you don't get it by this point, then start again at the top. Start again with the story, the masterpiece. Start again at the start of this podcast and listen to it again. And listen to it as many times as that you need to before it goes in to not only your head, but also to your heart and impacts you and allow it to, because you can only allow this to impact you from the inside out. With love, TBTJW.